Hey, how's it going, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Super Mercado Bros Video Game Music Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. We're sort of having deja vu on the podcast today because this oh, is yeah. an episode topic that uh, both Carl and I are kind of stunned we haven't got to already. And I swear I almost have the sense memory of doing this before, but... We got to stop saying that. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, this season of the podcast has been checking off the list of like really long overdue topics. So that feels yeah. good in some ways. Um, Will, would you say the Kingdom Hearts or Professor Layton was longer overdue in your opinion? Definitely Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Um, that yeah, that one was was That's crazy. That's a behemoth series. We've been we've been talking about that for like four years, probably about doing that. But this and, is uh, another one. This is guys. This is an incredible series of soundtracks. We're gonna be exploring the Professor Layton series of soundtracks today. And what's really great, this is kind of similar to our Kingdom Hearts episode, which was very recently, is we get to have one sole composer's voice throughout this entire series and really get to know uh, this musician. So the composer of this series is the very talented Tomohito Nishiura. And he composed every game in the series, starting from the first game on the DS and then moving into the most recent game on the 3DS. I think there might have been one spin-off game that he didn't compose. But as far as the mainline series, uh, yeah, it's all Nishiura here. And you guys are going to be treated to some beautiful music today. Oh, well, we've man. played a lot of stuff from the Professor Layton series. And That's we've true. talked a great deal about its music and the style of gameplay. If you remember our puzzle games episode that we did last year, um, we focused a good deal on Professor Layton. And I think we also did a DS, you know, 3DS episode. So we've had plenty of opportunities to play music from this wonderful series. Um, but it'll be interesting kind of hearing uh all of the music today in context yeah. from the Professor Layton series as Carl mentioned from the singular voice of Tomohito Nishiura it's going to be really fun and yeah we're very familiar on the podcast of the sound that the series has and if there's anyone who's not familiar with this i mean if you've listened to our podcast there's a you know you you've heard this this music before but just in case you haven't this is a series of uh puzzle adventure games um and there's a lot of thought that's put into uh the games and a lot of thought that's required by by the player, a lot of emotion that is put into these games and these soundtracks. Um, so you guys might cry a little bit today because the music of the series can get very tragic. Yeah. It has this really wonderful, for video games, this really unique sound that Nishiura-san landed on. It's kind of this minor key classical French folk sound that right. is very beautiful. There's a lot of accordion, a lot of violin, a lot of uh, like celeste and glockenspiel. It's just very, very beautiful, uh, unique stuff. And we can't wait to get into it. Anything else you got up top, Will? Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be interesting to talk about that French folk sound because it's a very yeah. specific thing in my mind and to me if I were to do you know a cliche of you know what we're talking about that French folk music I would imagine something in sort of a classical minor with a chromatic descending bass line like oh, a, a, yeah. just hearing that in general makes me think of French music so that type of harmonic structure mixed with an accordion it's just yeah it's it's very vivid um, and today I think we're going to come to know that sound as yeah. the distinct sound of the Professor Layton series. 
series. And we'll talk more about some of the influences in like the sound of French folk music, because there is some mm-hmm. cross pollination with, you know, jazz and as Carl mentioned, classical music. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's 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 very unique. So before we dive into the playlist, let's talk a little bit about what we just heard. Uh, that was going a little bit out of order. That was a track actually from a later game called Professor Layton and the Unwound Future. And we're going to get to that. We're going to play a few more from that in a little bit. Um, but that was called Searching for Clues, which we thought was a really fitting track to play in with, represents the, the tone of this series. So, all right, let, let's get into it. We're going to start with the very first game in the series. It's called Professor Layton in the Curious Village. Uh, this was released for the Nintendo DS. The first few titles in the series started off on that platform. Uh, again, this is composed by Tomohito Nishiura. Let's start things off with the theme of Professor Layton. fun piece of music uh one of the more lively in the series uh this is the theme of professor layton from the first game for the ds uh composed by tomohito nishiura now this is another case where i don't know enough about the specifics here a lot of the versions of these themes that that i was listening to they don't sound like ds it sounds like this is more uh advanced so i'm not sure if in the official soundtrack release they included more high fidelity versions uh but in any case this is uh the theme of this character professor layton it's a really fun theme but it definitely has that sense of emotion and darkness that 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 you're gonna get to know with the series what i notice about a lot of this music and particularly this theme of professor layton is the music is inquisitive uh i think it captures the emotion that um, the player is expected to have when approaching the games because as we said before these are puzzle games but they're puzzle games with a very immersive story and characters right and I think uh, a theme like this is sort of uh, twofold um, it's inquisitive because that's the nature of maybe the gameplay but also the character uh, something that I thought was interesting this track starts with piano and eventually violin is introduced And um, Sherlock Holmes, uh, the famous literary character and kind of detective sleuth, uh, he very famously played the violin. And sometimes he would play violin when he he was thinking. So I think we do have a connotation with, I guess, piano and violin specifically being the most 
I guess, intellectual or serious instruments. If you found out mm-hmm. someone played violin, it's definitely considered a, a, a sophisticated art form in the way that right. I think playing piano has that connotation. So I think that there was a very conscious choice with that instrumentation. And eventually the accordion does come in in some other percussion elements, which I think mm-hmm. do immerse us in that kind of French folk, or if not specifically overtly French, the sort of European folk sound. Yeah, I think this is a great theme for the character because it's it's also very lively and energetic and a little bit jazzy with some of the ornamentations right. and the flourishes. Um, and I think it does a good job of kind of getting you excited at the beginning of the adventure, but also letting you know that there's going to be some some tragic emotions that are in store. Right. Okay, so let's move on. We're actually only going to play one more piece of music from the first game because there's so much incredible music that from this entire series that we really had to kind of divide it up evenly, uh, f- fairly evenly. So uh, let's play Saint Mystere which um, for me was the most well-known piece of music from the original game. It was probably the first thing that I had kind of discovered and, and really fell in love with. So to me, this is, this is like a classic Professor Layton theme right here. Let's take a listen to St. Mystere from Professor Layton in the Curious Village. guys listening to Saint Mystere from Professor Layton in the Curious Village for the Nintendo DS. This is composed by Tomohito Nishiura, and I've also heard this particular theme uh, be titled The Curious Village. Um, So in some ways, kind of the main theme of this first game, there's a lot of different variations of this melody that you hear in this first game. And this is a perfect representation of the style of the series. If I had to show someone one track to kind of introduce them to the sound that the series has, this is a great one to do that. Uh, It's it's very mysterious, um, very curious. Uh, There's just a lot of imagination that this piece of music has. It really makes you want to explore, and it'd be such, such great background music for a puzzle game. Yeah, mysterious is absolutely... Right. It, it definitely, I, I described the last track as contemplative, but it, yeah, it definitely, it, it's perfect for a puzzle game, but I think this music does so much more than stimulate the mind. Oh yeah. It also, it stimulates the heart because we have the, these emotional and kind of cultural associations with genre and a lot of the instrument styles here. And that, that melodic line that's um, in, in sort of string octaves, in general, this is a very sort of like chamber sound, um, but it has this kind of chromatic, twisting, snaring, snaky melody that, uh, yeah, it, it really just kind of, it, 
it sounds like music to accompany someone scratching their head or pondering mm-hmm. something. It's very ponderous music. And then also one of my favorite things about this is that you have the accordion on those offbeats and then you have that celeste going, right. which is this mysterious little line, but which is the the slightest bit of almost like a dance quality and there's a little bit of fun there's like a that's the aspect of it that makes it feel like a puzzle you know right. like a game and not just um a mystery and in the sense of like a, a detective game or something it, it does feel like a puzzle it feels like a game and i think it's just the perfect tone um when i think in terms of the actual execution of the gameplay like I, it's the perfect musical tone for this series and And right out of the gate you know with this first title Nishiura so clearly um, captures an aesthetic that uh, he would continue with for the rest of the series. Well I feel like he just keeps outdoing himself with every single game you guys are in store for some amazing music let's move on to the second game now now what's crazy is this actually came out the same year both of these two games were released in 2007 the first one I think in like early maybe like February-ish and then the second one in um, more the holiday season so so definitely they cranked out these first two games pretty quickly this is professor layton in the diabolical box um now what's interesting about the titles of there's a lot of different title not a lot but it seems like each game has like two different titles uh it's also known as professor layton in pandora's box in other regions but uh let's take a listen to london composed by tomohito nishiura which has a very similar sound and vibe to that saint mystere let's check it out listening to London from Professor Layton in the Diabolical Box, second game in the series composed by series composer Tomohito Nishiura. Um, it's hard to not say what I think we're both thinking. A little bit of James Bond vibes here, uh, <laughs> as if James Bond was maybe in London around the same time as, as Layton was. Uh, Professor Bond in the Diabolical Box. Uh, th- this is such a cool piece of music. Very mysterious. Probably even more mysterious than the previous piece of music we heard. There is a sense of hope that this track has, though. Um, it's it's not nearly as tragic as Saint Mystere. And so there's something, uh, I don't know, maybe like a little bit more of a of fun nature to this. But it's, it's a really great piece of music. You know, it's funny. Uh, my friend John and I were actually talking about that sort of James Bond progression. Mm-hmm. He was sort of saying like, you have to call Monty Norman a genius because he wrote a chord progression that every time you think of it, you can only think of that one piece of music. And I think that's so true. I mean, and it's such a simple thing. It's just this chromatic 
voice leading, but it's inescapable. Every time I hear it, I think of the James Bond films. And um, I, I don't think there's another musical paintbrush that's that simple and that ubiquitous that we tie to an individual theme or piece of music like that. But it, it's kind of crazy, you know? And it happens all the time in video games. There's a lot that uh, I, I want to talk about this piece, though. One mm -hmm. of the things that I was really intrigued by is that sort of really pleasant and docile B section. Um, it, it really sounds like Nintendo music. You know, there's that, <laughs> to me, this is the moment where it's that quality of uh, Japanese video game music that's very sweet and earnest and childlike and child-friendly. Um, the, the chords, the melody, everything in that sort of major um, B section that feels really sweet and kind of homey, uh, to me, that what was so lovely about that part is it, it, it feels so at home on a Nintendo platform. It, it has mm -hmm. that kind of quality to it where, um, you know, I, I'm reminded of maybe things from the Mario series or Kirby or Zelda or, you know, Fire Emblem or anything. You know, it just it, there's that kind of docile quality, that, that sweetness that makes me think of other Nintendo composers. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think one of my favorite things about the series is there is actually quite a bit of diversity um, in the tone. You think it's just going to be this one sound. And although the instrumentation is, is fairly consistent, there are definitely moments in the series when he gets more jazzy, more exploratory, and has a lot of fun with the music. And so even though a lot of these melodies are very emotional and downright tragic, and that's maybe more of the norm for the series, there are right. there are times when, when he is more playful and is able to have fun, uh, and I think the listener is able to have fun as well. So it's going to be a really fun episode but yeah, just be prepared for some, some tragic music. Let's play one more piece of music from Professor Layton, the diabolical box. This is Lost Forest. Here we go. You guys are listening to Lost Forest from Professor Layton and the Diabolical Box. Really glad that this made the playlist because it's it's a nice change of pace. Um, it is still melodic, um, but a lot more 
wandering and in some ways vibey and atmospheric than a lot of the music in the series. And, and one thing I'll say about the music of the series overall is incredibly melodic. The emphasis on melody is so strong and so consistent. Um, and this is a piece of music that is exploring a little bit more mood and ambiance, um, but it, it's, it's still a great balance. Uh, and I thought this was a good track to, to change things up here today. Well, and every piece has a melody, which... Um... Oh, yeah. It is a, is an important thing to note, and not just a melody in terms of it being the top voice of a texture, but really but a like clear a folk line. song, you know, mm-hmm. uh, something that I think makes this track really moody and effective is that arpeggiated chord progression, um, and sort of what notes are omitted and what notes are accented. You know, like we get that sort of sound of the minor ninth and everything that mm-hmm. um, is that sort of I associated again with a lot of video game music a lot of Japanese composers kind of like these sparse voicings that accent the seventh and the ninth which is sort of a jazz thing um, but the specific uh, combination of everything here it uh, it just it, it's part of that sound that um, kind of coalesces into what we call video game music you know mm-hmm. Carl and I have talked for years about uh, that game music almost um in certain cases could be considered a genre of its own mm-hmm. because there are these common traits and these common forms in terms of the way that it's um organized and the sounds and sort of the common language the vernacular of game well, music it really is like its own genre well i think speaking of that there are a few pieces of music in this series that felt so comfortable and classic to me like i feel like they could fit in like a square snes rpg like that's a piece of music that we just played there lost forest where it feels so classic and it's kind of this mysterious jazzy sound uh that really feels like some of our favorite video game music soundtracks and so sure yeah nishiura just um just knocked it out of the park with this whole series and i think overall a lot of inventive and, and new and fresh ideas but every once in a while he stumbles on something like this where it just it just feels classic and like you've heard it um you know many times before yeah let's move on to the next game in the series this is professor layton in the unwound future we're still on the ds this might be my personal favorite soundtrack in the series. Uh, we did play in with uh, that Searching for Clues. Uh, from this, we're going to play a few more from Unwound Future. Let's take a listen to the title theme, the Unwound Future. Now, in my opinion, the title themes or the main themes of some of these later entries are the absolute best musical moments that Nishira um, has achieved with this series. I love all the title themes. They're so good. No idea what we're going to do with Track of the Week, so we're going to have to play it by ear. But let's take a listen to The Unwound Future.
You guys are listening to The Unwound Future, the title theme of Professor Layton and The Unwound Future. Oh my god, what real performance adds to, <laughs> to uh, the emotional impact of music. It's incredible. This is a great example of what I was talking about, the diversity that the series has, even in one piece of music. Very tragic, very beautiful and earnest, but there's a sense of jazz and improvisation that comes in later with some, some great solos later on that you guys will hear. Um, and so it is very fun and lively too, and it's it's a mixture of sounds and genres that Nishiura um, just really knocked it out of the park and it, it doesn't really remind me of a lot of other video game music but at the same time it just fits like a glove Carl you know what it does remind me of oh man wow it's a little bit of that and Melanie. interesting yeah what do you just think about gorgeous though I love it's really nice to get such expressive you know real performance um but yeah again I think a sort of consistent musical vein from the previous title and the previous two titles I guess uh, so it it definitely feels consistent within the series but almost kind of amping things up to a new emotional height that you can get from the quality of human performance but also the music mm-hmm. too it feels like the stakes are a little bit raised in this piece you yeah know, it, it's it's aiming higher it's aiming for higher emotional peaks and I think um, it really it it sticks the landing it hits the mark it's a very effective piece of music and really evocative if anyone um is a fan of the series that's actually played all these games i would love to know is this what this sounds like on the ds when you're firing this game up or is this just the the soundtrack version i'm very curious about that uh because it sounds too good for a ds um let's uh Let's move on to Puzzle Battle. This is a piece of music that we've played very recently, actually, on the podcast. This was on our most recent listener show-and-tell episode. Uh, Let's take a listen to this from Unwound Future. guys listening to Puzzle Battle. This is another classic Layton track. It really uh, reminds me of the musical tone that Nishiura uh, was able to, to nail on a lot of the pieces of music from this series. Uh, like we said, we did play this quite recently on the podcast. It's very fun and lively. Uh, some great accordion and virtual instrument violin. This is the sound when I think of the DS. This definitely feels like uh, more in line with what I would expect the system to be able to present. But what a right. great piece of music. It, it's it's very fun and lively. 
lively, but also there's a sense of darkness and earnestness and emotion here that um, it's it's distinctly Professor Layton. Heck yeah, I love the. It's kind of it. We talked about this in an earlier track. I think it was the Saint Mystère from the Curious Village, where there's that slight quality of almost like a dance that makes the music playful. And I think that playful quality is really important um, in video game music. I mean, when we think back to the genesis of one of the first piece ever written for Super Mario Brothers, which is arguably one of the most important video games in history, and especially when talking about music, I mean, it was one of the first games to feature music in that style that almost worked like a film score. And the first piece Koji Kondo wrote was the waltz for the underwater theme. And the idea of the music feeling like a dance to accompany the motion and action within a game, I think that really set a precedent and I think you know you can in the same way that we mentioned that game music is sort of a genre I think the function of game music has a specific flavor and I think if I were listening to this in not knowing anything about Professor Layton, not having any names, I think I would definitely guess that this would be music for a game, not just because of right. the stylistic qualities of, you know, the this Japanese composer or whatever, but the way that the music almost makes you think about movement and makes you think about action. And it, it just, I don't know. I really feel like not only could I tell that it's for a video game, but I would know that it's for some sort of like puzzle game, or I would assume maybe like an RTS or an RPG or, or something that's more slow paced and making you think. Just another example of how Nishiura knocked it out of the park because it fits the genre and the tone of these games like a glove. And on top of that, and this is such a challenge for game composers because it's not really the intent, but this music stands up on its own. You know, I adore listening to this music. It's very relaxing. It's good study music. It's good work music to have in the background. And so it works in so many different ways. Yeah. And that's just, um, you know, one of the one of the most impressive things that a game composer can do. So let's now move on to the last piece of music we'll play today from Unwound Future. It's very beautiful. It's called Memories. Uh, and it's a very reminiscent melody. And maybe that is fitting for it to be called Memories. It reminds me of a lot of video game music, actually. It reminds me a little bit of the Zelda series. It reminds me of Final Fantasy, maybe something like Terra's theme. Um, but it's beautiful. Let's take a listen to Memories.
you guys listening to Memories, which is very beautiful and very different than the tone that we get for a lot of the series. Uh, really stands out. It's a piece of music that kind of wowed me when I first listened to it. Very reminiscent, melodically, of uh, some other video game music. But, you know, he's able to make this stand on its own as well. Beautiful. Sounds Zelda-ish for sure. I'm reminded mm-hmm. of Midna's theme. Yeah, da, 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 yep. da. But then I'm also reminded of that <laughs> sort of cliche that we talked about. Yeah, the <laughs> Castlevania Bloodlines thing, which oh, culminated man. in the Fire Emblem fates. Yeah, da, 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 for sure. You know, da, 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 da. But it's also this uh, descending chord progression that starts on the four that uses these major and minor sevenths. It's yeah. very Kondo uh, esque, if you will. Mm-hmm. But it's maybe we're also just in a little bit of a Zelda headspace because of our, um, you know, <laughs> all the work we put into Hero of Legend, which could be. is this kind of tasteless to do a plug of our album at this point in Let's the do episode? It really quick, maybe super quick. Carl and Marty and I a few weeks ago released uh, the first album in a three-part series of tribute albums to the Legend of Zelda called Hero of Legend, and you should check out our yeah our first album which is kind of an 8-bit send-up of that series check it out okay let's move on to professor layton in the last specter this is still for the ds so if you were a fan of the series and you owned a ds you were lucky because you got a boatload of these games for that system uh this is a wonderful soundtrack and we're gonna play we're gonna start off with the main theme of this game and like i said i love these main themes they seem to always have real performance uh, and they're so beautiful. This is definitely a contender for me for track of the week. Uh, uh, you know, I'm very curious to hear Will's thoughts. This is theme of the Devil's Flute, which is the main theme of Professor Layton and the Last Specter. Okay, Will, so I'm a bit torn here because this might be my favorite piece of music in the series. It might be my vote for track of the week. But on the other hand, it's not necessarily that representative of the style of music the series has. You have some instruments that are familiar, but the tone seems so different for this main theme. It's really awesome. You know, I think it's a good choice for track of the week, though, because like you said, it does stand out. Yeah, among the pieces. I mean, people know this series. They love this music, yeah. and I think 
Not to say that this isn't a popular one, but this is one that I wasn't super familiar with. Yeah, and it's not the kind of prototypical Professor Layton yeah. sound. And I think that's that's really unique. My know. favorite thing about it, anytime there's these really well thought out, well composed solo lines that, you know, you hear it on this track, the violin and the accordion, it sounds spontaneous and like this is just coming out of the music's just coming out of the atmosphere, but it's really thoughtful and well composed solos really that you're hearing and it's just so expressive and fluid and this is music that for a lot of people they're probably not gonna take the time to actually think, Oh man, this is really well done, really impressive, they're just gonna be moved by it. And that's really the the goal of music is you don't want people to necessarily stop and talk about it so much. You you just want them to, to be moved in the moment. Very true. Yeah, some gorgeous. I don't know what we're doing lines. on this podcast every week. Yeah. Does that mean that? Okay. Yeah, guys. So for for the rest of the episode, we're just gonna let the music just play. Listen, and yeah. we're gonna sign off for today. This is the Super Mercado Brothers. My name is Will. And, oh uh, gosh. Yeah, I'm turning off my microphone. Actually, click. Um, yeah. Oh man. Okay. I'm so already putting my coat on. I'm out the door. That was amazing. I think we're gonna just go ahead and say that was this week's. track of the week all right let's move on to another piece of music from last specter this is town of water which is also known by the title of miss mistollery day how would you say that will mistollery i don't know if it's mistollery i i would probably say mistollery i don't know mistollery might be made up so anyway let's let's take a listen to town of water composed by tomohito nishiura You guys are listening to Town of Water from Professor Layton and the Last Spectre, composed by Tomohito Nishiura. And again, being a fan of the series, um, in some ways, they're probably, you know, fans of the series are spoiled because they get the same composer's voice on every single title. They get a lot of games for every system that they buy, and he's still active, still cranking out games. There was a game that just came out. Uh, we're going to close the episode playing out with a piece of music from it, and they are planning a Switch uh, port of that as well uh, for later this year, at least in Japan. So, so yeah, I mean, being a fan of the Layton series, uh, it, it's just life's got to be really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Well, it, it's such a great idea. It's such a unique title. Um, uh, 
I mean, not since some of the early computer games, uh, I think, is there such a clear example of a puzzle game with this much story and right. this much atmosphere and, and emotion. Yeah. Um, and Deep I think emotion. it's just great. I mean, another fantastic example would probably be something like Portal. You know, Portal is a puzzle game, even though it's kind of from a first person perspective. But there's so much, it doesn't feel like a puzzle game, you know, like Tetris or Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine or something, <laughs> you know, because there's this uh, this element of story and character and it feels like a real embodied world. And I think um, something similar is what people get out of Professor Layton is um, the immersion of the world. And I think the music does so much uh to contribute to that sense of immersion and atmosphere and overall aesthetic and that there's something kind of old fashioned. And I I think that's just a great vibe whenever you're dealing with a mystery. And I think that's why we still have television and films that are sometimes, you know, period pieces. Cause Mm -hmm. I think we, we kind of enjoy embodying a world from the past. Will, would you like to hear professor Layton music played by an orchestra? I'm good, actually. No, I'd love to. Let's do it. Okay, well, let's do it. So this next piece of music, we're going to hear that. It's Theme of the Last Battle live version. So there's a, you know, a normal sequenced version in the game. And then on the soundtrack release, there was a live version, which they recorded with an orchestra. Theme of the Last Battle from Professor Layton and the Last Spectre. Here we go. are listening to theme of the last battle live version from the last specter and it's the last track we're going to play from this game today so that's (laughs) fitting this is so beautiful um this piece of music when i heard the ds version i was like oh this is a nice change of pace and i you know wrote it down on my uh my notepad and i was like yeah this is definitely a a nice option to consider and then when i heard this live version i was like kind of sold uh because it's already musically uh, it, it's the perfect battle theme for the Layton series because it's not your typical video game battle theme. It's still right. very uh, restrained and very beautiful and, and emotional, but it definitely has more energy uh, and more dynamics than we get in, you know, obviously a much bigger ensemble here. So, um, yeah, this is this is a really nice side of uh, Nishiura here. What I really uh, enjoyed about this piece is it's uh, another example of a piece of video game music composed in the Dorian mode. Yeah. Um, yet the the harmony, the, the chord progression, if you will, is less of a progression because it basically, for the most part, feels like we're getting this sort of static tonic chord. 
Um, but the context of the melody moving around, the, that raised six scale degree is uh, very present in the melody, but it's not mm-hmm. necessarily in the way that, you know, when I think Dorian in games, I think of where the chords are kind of outlining that minor one, major four, minor five kind of a thing. Um, but this track isn't really doing that. You're more getting those kind of altered scale pitches within the melody, and it's this really beautiful kind of straining sound. For a second, I had to be like, oh, and it sounds what, timeless. what is that? Yeah, it really is beautiful. It sounds heroic, timeless, uh, very emotional, um, and yeah, so far, uh, I think I've only cried four times today, so doing pretty good. That's normal oh, for you, though, right? <laughs> yeah, it's actually low. It's, pretty it's low actually just because, yeah, in between when we're playing the music, I'm just so mean. I'm just berating yeah, you. Yeah, just yelling at me at full volume. Um, Okay, so now we're going to move finally to the 3DS, um, and it's crazy to think that this late in the playlist, uh, everything has been the DS. This is the first game released for the 3DS. It's called Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask, and as you might expect, the music is amazing uh, of for this game. We're going to play another main theme. This is the Miracle Mask theme, which is so great. I don't know if we're going to, if we might have to undo our choice because it's really, really good as well. This one actually starts off with acoustic guitar, which is a new sound for the series. But then uh, eventually we do have some instruments that are familiar, such as the accordion and the violin. Very beautiful music. Let's take a listen to the Miracle Mask theme. mask theme from professor layton in the miracle mask for the 3ds um yeah it, it feels like we just keep getting better and better music it just keeps amping up i don't even it's 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 uh it's a little overwhelming yeah i just can't even decide this is almost the best thing i've heard today yeah i agree and this is the prototypical sound yeah um but really inventive choices here too i mean yeah i agree with you each soundtrack seems like it's um getting stronger and stronger better and better it's Uh, crazy the, the the quality of the melodies the the kinds of arrangements the the mood and everything i mean you were really remarking about that bowed double bass sound yeah it has super this really interesting rugged quality to rhythm well the choice of bowing is i think is really an interesting one if it was me i would have never thought of that you know i would have oh yeah just you know just just uh pizzicato would would be more fitting for that wouldn't it but yeah yeah there's there's kind of just this intensity right uh, and it just kind of amps up the the heavy emotions um yeah i don't know i don't know if we should maybe have a second track of the week uh, or what we should do but this is 
you know, he started off from such a strong point with the first game. The music is so good and so clear, such a clear idea from right out of the gate, but somehow he's able to keep outdoing himself. What do you think, Will? Which, how should we handle track of the week this week? Yeah, I think it's, it's tough. I mean, this one's definitely a contender and it does sound more like Professor Layton. Um, we can have two. That's not, I'm not opposed to that. So, so far two. Okay. Let's, let's see if, if we, we can, can do more. Let's see if we can keep it there. <laughs> All right, let's move on to another piece of music from Miracle Mask. This is Puzzles Abound. Here we go. listening to the surprisingly groovy piece of music puzzles abound from miracle mass composed by nishiura-san this is really cool um so ever since the first game uh there have been these these puzzle themes that sometimes use the same melody and, and every game has a different variation other times it's it's a new melody but very inspired by the previous puzzle theme uh, and that's the case with this. Uh, I think this is an original melody for this particular puzzle theme, but um, very much reminiscent of things that we've heard today, such as Saint Mystere. It's nice now, you know, as the technology has improved, we were getting better virtual instruments that sound more lifelike and more expressive. Um, Will, what are some things that you particularly enjoyed about this piece? Well, it's a lovely sound here with the celeste or the celesta, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. such a characteristic romantic instrument. It was first introduced kind of to the world uh, by Tchaikovsky in the Nutcracker with right. Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. And I think that most iconic is so tied ever. to our association with the Celesta. And I mean, I think yeah. there, there are certain things about the timbre of those bells that sounds kind of gossamer and brittle and wintry and chilly. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a it's a perfect tool in the composer's belt and it's a great uh, palette of sounds. And I think it works so perfectly for this series. I noted it in that track earlier, Saint Mystere. Um, my favorite thing about this piece of music is actually mm. when that kind of subdivided groove that that's really that's really cool when that comes in it's almost like a techno groove it's something that i would imagine would happen in like a chip tune um so it's funny that it's interesting yeah Yeah. hearing that with real instruments so we're gonna play one more piece of music from miracle mask this is jean descol or jean descol and now this descol theme was featured in a previous game and this is uh this miracle masks take on it And it's great because we didn't get to play that particular theme before today. So it's good that this is able to come up sometime on the playlist. Let's take a listen to the theme of Jean Descol. (laughs) 
You guys are listening to Jean de Scol from Professor Layton and the Miracle Max. Yeah, there's. I believe it would be de Scol. There's no way it's Jean. I mean, <laughs> this game, we know that it has Jean uh, French connotation. Uh, Jean Descol, please report to the office. <laughs> uh, what a beautiful piece of music. Very different. We're getting some church organ, some instruments that, you know, we haven't really heard so far today. A lot more epic than anything we've heard. Reminded me of Alexander Desplat, uh, who is a film composer. It kind of reminded me of his score to uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. That's interesting. What about what about film. it uh, reminded you of that? Uh, the use of that pipe organ, but mm. with this kind of ostinato, this kind of modern thing. So it's this modern That's mechanical cool. kind of musical device, but with this pipe organ. There's a lot of scenes in that film that have this kind of continuous motive and as the scene changes the music continues as sort of the through line but the orchestration changes it's a really fun moment it's one of my favorite I, movies I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of my absolute you know that favorites. scene when they're on the kind of the uh gondola or whatever and they mm-hmm. go up to like where the monks are and that right. same music continues but you know when they yeah, go inside the monks amazing. then they're chanting and then they leave and then it's just kind of really that clever orchestration this for whatever reason reminded me a little bit of that very cool all right, let's move on to a spin-off game. This is interesting. Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Uh, feels like it just fits like a glove. It's a really uh, smart idea and logical idea in some ways for these two games to come together and worked really well uh, musically. Tomohiro Nishira was able to write some great original music, harken back to existing Layton themes and uh, harken back to existing Ace Attorney themes too. Uh I thought it was fitting today to, to focus more on the original stuff, on the, you know, latent stuff. Uh, so we're not going to play any Ace Attorney <laughs> remixes here. Uh, that's another series we do have to have an episode on. So that's the next thing that we got to check off on our list. But anyway, let's take a listen to the opening theme from Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. listening to the opening theme from Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright and I really think this perfectly captures it's kind of like this even split of the music of both of these series a little bit more energy a little bit more syncopation and uh, jazziness which Phoenix Wright series is known for Um, and yeah just it's just beautiful music it kind of reminds me of some of the things he was exploring in that puzzles abound piece of music with some of those syncopations Uh, but yeah this is 
This is great. And then to you know to get this real performance, it's always a treat. Mm, yeah, totally. It's interesting. It almost starts out with the musical world of Professor Layton, but then almost right. adopts the Phoenix right with like the dun dun for sure. Dun, dun, yeah, dun, dun, that's, dun, that's definitely kind of true. More dramatic and actually when i think of phoenix right i think of pointing his finger right. out dramatically <laughs> i don't know yep I, that's just always the picture that I yeah the of. phoenix right music very different tone um overall there's definitely a little bit more cheesiness to the music um and kind of more overt emotions and professor Layton music is much more subtle i mean it, it's it's not even fair to compare and they could not be more different so i think it was a really uh, in some ways challenging but um you know, probably enjoyable task for Nishiura to try to bring both these series together. And the soundtrack to this game was way better than I expected. I, since it was a spin-off game, I wasn't expecting much from it for whatever reason, but very, very good soundtrack. Uh, let's move on to another piece of music from this. This is Bar Room. Here we go. is this you guys are listening to bar room this is the kind of bar i want to visit this is from Leighton versus phoenix Wright, composed by tomohito nishiura it's another great standout knockout piece in the series doesn't remind me of anything else uh you know just having this acoustic guitar solo that's all you have here um but you know i'm not really yearning for any other additional instruments because i'm really captivated by how sparse and um, intimate this is yeah, and again, has that dance feel that we were talking about before with it being right. in the triple meter and even having the sort of stereotypical waltz rhythm, the mm, bum, bum, mm, bum, bum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really beautiful. A shame they couldn't get a real guitarist. Um, right. You imagine, you know, he, he would have maybe had at least a friend who could play guitar. I mean, that's not like a hard thing to record i I, i'm always baffled when i hear like virtual instrument guitar i'm like Hmm. everyone i know plays guitar like you'd think you could find not that well though i mean this is uh you know it's not the it's not just like playing chords you know it's a little bit it's a little bit tricky but i I know what you mean it's could have been maybe composed later on maybe there just wasn't the time for it um but in any case beautiful melody and you know i was definitely able to see past the the fakey sounds there so no definitely yeah it was a, bu- a beautiful track yeah. just Let's kind move of on to, surprised me uh one more piece from this game the city at night very beautiful let's take a listen to this from Leighton versus phoenix right
this is beautiful. Um, this was another standout for me. Uh, I gotta say, I was just so pleasantly surprised by this uh, spin-off score. I think it was, in some ways, uh, it kind of felt like Nishiro was reaching to heights that he never really reached in the series before, and maybe it was something about trying to bring both these worlds together, but really beautiful music that explores some different moods. This, I don't know about you, Will, but I actually was reminded a lot of Joe Hisayashi's uh, film scores in this piece of music. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on this beautiful piece, The City at Night. Absolutely, uh, the Joe Hisayashi, and you know, by sort of um, association, it reminded me of a little bit of Breath of the Wild, which I know was heavily influenced yeah. um, by Hisaishi's Oh my gosh, work. I totally hear that now. Wow, yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is this is really, really good. Oh my god. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, you guys got to dive into this score if you haven't. Um, in some ways, I feel like it has it's better than maybe it has the right to be. I, I can't really speak to it because I don't know how good this game is, but um, music is phenomenal. Nishiura, I I don't know. I'm torn. Part of me never wants him to leave the series. I just want him to keep making more latent music because it's yeah. so good. But I'm also curious to see what else he could do in some totally uh, you know different moods and sure. directions because he's incredibly talented. You, it's been kind of fun to see him grow over the years. I, I definitely think he's improved as a composer, uh, just making these really potent melodies that just make you want to cry. Let's move on to... Uh, Professor Layton in the Azran Legacy, another game for the 3DS in mainline series. Uh, I think we only have time to play two tracks from this particular entry, and then we are going to play out with one piece of music from the most recent game in the series. So let's take a listen to the title theme, main theme of this game, Professor Layton in the Azran Legacy. This is the Azran Legacy. Here we go. about these main themes for the Layton series. Oh, it's such a treat. It's it's one of the times uh, in these games when you get, you know, these wonderful arrangements all real performed. You get a lot of energy uh, and excitement, probably more than really any other point in these scores. Uh, and so I, I don't know, I would almost just love a playlist of just listening to all these main themes back to back because... 
uh, for me, they're my favorite points of music in the series. And this is great because it sets your expectations for something very different on the onset. But then right. all of a sudden that guitar comes in. And it's like, oh, you know, this reminds me of the Miracle Mask theme. And then violin comes in. And so it, it feels very familiar. And it feels like, ah, oh, going back to this wonderful world that I love. But it's, it's new music, new melodies. It's, it's incredible. Something that I love about doing episodes like this when we examine an entire series is I really mm-hmm. enjoy the progression of things. Um, yeah, both in me terms too. of, oftentimes with series that are sort of long lasting, we'll start with music that doesn't sound as good in terms of the fidelity of the recording, or maybe it's using right. virtual instruments more, or maybe it's old chip music or something. And it's fun to hear that kind of progression. But it's also interesting to hear the progression of. A comp- of the composers, or in this case, the sole composer, kind of expanding the palette of the game. You know, yeah. in the the music of the original, it seemed very focused on you know piano, str- strings, you know, solo violin, solo cello, and accordion primarily, and there's a little bit of celeste right. and maybe triangle, but you know, it was a very clear sound. And then as the um, titles grow you know we start to hear more tracks that sound to include you know more full orchestra stuff and then acoustic guitar and then every new innovation is kind of carried forth into the future subsequent titles it's really interesting i really have nothing that i could ever say uh no criticisms i could really give nishiro i feel like all the choices he made you know he's he's able to keep growing and keep evolving and taking the music of the series to different heights and different places which is great you want to keep things interesting but he's also always retaining the spirit that he landed on on the original uh and it's it's just the best combination of those two things i know for a lot of composers these days it seems like their most important priority is i want to do something different i want to do something that's never been done before right and sometimes at the expense of quality music like just doing something different doesn't mean it's good yeah (laughs) um because there's a lot of amazing music that you know has already been done before so i think it's a great balance of it feels familiar and it feels comforting because it's familiar, especially in the instrumentation and, and, and things like that. But sure. he's able to take it to new places and he's able to, to surprise us uh, just the right amount. So let's play one more piece of music uh, from the Azran Legacy today. Last piece of music we're going to play. This is The London Streets Remapped.
Might be crying a little bit, but nah. What are you gonna do? This is London Streets Remapped from Professor Layton in the Osron Legacy. Another example of um, some more performance. Uh, this whole score doesn't have this level of performance, but this is one of the pieces that they were able to record, and it's right. very beautiful. And, and this is such a fitting way to wrap up because it reminds me so much of how he started off the series with things like Saint Mysterio. Yeah, has a very similar style, but to, to get to hear this with um, you know real performers, it does kind of feel like this series has come full circle in this episode has come full circle uh and you know i had a lot of respect for nishiura and the series you know for a long time but definitely doing this episode researching and recording this has given me even more uh reverence for this incredible music here here yeah what a fun time today i mean this has just been a delight listening to the music from the professor layton series and again we really just want to celebrate the work of tomohito nishiura who wrote all this music on his own it's fantastic uh, very singular voice can we just take five seconds and just give him a round of applause uh, to Nishiura-san so we're going to play you guys out with a piece of music from the most recent entry uh, and I think there's there's a I think it has a different main character so I think this game you're searching for Leighton so uh, it's kind of handing it off maybe to, to someone new, it's called Leighton's Mysterious Journey, Ketriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy. Uh, and it is going to be coming out, there's going to be a Switch port in Japan later this year, and I think it already was released for the 3DS. This is the main theme of that game, again composed by Tomohito Nishiura. Uh, we had such a great time. You can tell music, um, there's something special about this composer when so much of the music today was very sad and tragic, but we still had so much fun. I think that's just speaks to the quality of this music. Um, uh, And actually, to be honest, I didn't cry at all today. I'm kind of surprised. Did you, did you, did you ever tear up at all today? Well, no, I didn't. Wow. Interesting. All right. We're going to play you guys out with this main theme. Um, Yeah. If you're, if you're interested uh, in checking out our new album, Hero of Legend, we've been talking about it uh, quite a bit on this podcast. You can head on over to our website uh, and you can find actually all of our albums that we've released on uh, supermarcadobros.com in our original music section. A lot of stuff on there to check out. Everything is pay what you want. Uh, which we're really happy about. Uh, so, you know, if you want to chip in a couple of shekels, that, that's great. Uh, if not, that's cool too. Um, and yeah, so that's our website. Uh, if you are interested in following us on social media, you can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to us on YouTube. At Marcado Bros. At Marcado Bros. I think there's a couple of uh, potential video things we might be doing related to Hero of Legends. So definitely subscribe to us on YouTube because I think there's going to be some some cool stuff we'll be sharing uh, hopefully soon there. Um, and yeah, there's there's a lot of cool projects we're currently working on, working on a couple different games, Will and myself right now. So look forward to sharing more of that in the future. Uh, we're actually getting to the point where we're starting to wrap up the season, which is crazy. Uh, so so yeah, thanks so much for everyone for, for joining us and sticking with us. Thanks to our lovely patrons and thanks to everyone for leaving nice iTunes reviews. I think that's about it. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. Have a great week, everyone. Peace out. Peace out.